0: Well, this theory is the change the change, change Element Change Podcast
1: Change all. Change to Change all. Change all. to transform Change all. Change all. Change all. to Change This is the intersection of entrepreneurs, leaders, and visionaries where we come together to talk about big ideas and small steps. It's where insight and action meet. Your hosts are Tim Bartlett, Stephen Ma, and yours truly, Corey Damon. This is Element Four titled, What Happened to Our Dreams? So today we're going to take a look at the power of dreams and what happened to those dreams that we had as kids and what is the negative lesson that we carried into our adult life that we learned from not achieving those dreams that we had. It's time to break the barriers and let the possibilities run wild. This is going to be a fun and insightful episode. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it.
2: Get yourself ready for some change with Element 4. Um some of the time I've uh, had the chance, uh, to be able to go on a few hikes, um, go, you know, uh, on, uh, different trips and go out in nature. And I find nature just so, I don't know, relaxing. It's weird. Like, uh, when you go on these hikes, you, you kind of hate it when you're doing it, um, because you're just like focused on like the ground and you're just walking up and it's so, you know, hard. But then when you get to the top, it's, it's like amazing. It's that like, uh, reward you get of like the scenic view or whatnot, but then uh, the better the best part is like when you're going back down and you pass all the people who are still going back up and you <laughs> feel the sense of like yeah like I've I've already been there yeah you're struggling right now but uh, I'm I'm having the time of my life you know you just walk down like all smiling and because uh, you're going downhill and they're just like all panting and sweating and when you're yeah I don't know I just like that feeling. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Cause you've already been to the mountaintop and they're trying to get there. Yep. <laughs> so, so Steven, let me ask you, when you are in nature, do you, do you prefer hiking and stuff alone or with other people?
2: Um, it depends. Even if I'm with other people, I tend not to talk to them because I'm too busy trying to breathe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> How about you, Tim? Well, on a completely different note, for me, I am all about football right now. Uh, We are neck deep in the football season, and I am just loving every bit of it. Uh, It's been an exciting season in both college and the NFL, and uh, yeah, I I can't get enough of it, so much so that, that my wife often refers to herself as a football widow, and what she means by that is that from the first week of September, when the NFL season kicks off, All the way through till about the first week of February or the end of January, whenever the Super Bowl is going to get played. Uh, Basically, between that time, it's like she doesn't have a husband. And, you know, no matter what she says, I got to tell you, she's absolutely right. I'm not proud of it, but it is fact. Um, I have like a one track mind during football season and she can be gone throughout the day and I won't even know it. Uh, she could be talking to me and I won't even know it. Um, and I feel really bad about it. Um, and so I spend the rest of the, of the year, the non football part of the year, uh, trying to make up for it and, uh, you know, dig myself out of that hole just to, to do it all over again the following year.
1: (laughs) And for those listening, Tim is a, uh, an avid Bronco fan, that is hideous orange for some reason. (laughs) And to to at the time that we're recording this episode, the Broncos just played the Patriots, uh, and they beat them in overtime, and it was a crazy crazy game. What a fun game to watch.
0: Oh man, I'm so glad that you brought that up. I was trying to contain myself and I wasn't going to go there but but thank you. Thank you for acknowledging how awesome the Denver Broncos played. You know, this game was just last night so I am still on cloud nine. I'm just walking around with like permagran and you know, my family and I are texting each other. Can you believe it? And oh man, it was super exciting and it just goes to show you man, any given Sunday, anything could happen and Broncos who have, have kind of been surrounded in the last couple weeks, they, they, they brought it and they beat, you know, the only one of only two undefeated teams in the NFL. And it's the New England Patriots, our, our arch nemesis. So we finally, you know, got, got the upper hand this, this one time anyways. And, and until we meet again, I'm going to love every second of it.
1: Nice. And, And so Steven is conquering nature. Tim is conquering evil teams in the NFL And actually I'm going to stick with the NFL too, because I have something to be happy about for the first time in a long time. I'm a Minnesota Viking fan and, uh, and we're doing well right now, but we have a, a couple of really tough games coming up. So we'll see what happens. So that's enough chit chat for today. Let's get back to the topic at hand, which is what happened to your dreams. And so let's clarify that a little bit. So basically this this episode comes out of uh, really me. I was creating a video for CoreyDamon.me. There's a little plug for my site. But I was creating a, a video for that. Um, and and in that video, I had to reminisce a little bit about some of the, the childhood dreams that I had and some of the things that I wanted to do when I was a kid. And one of those things was I, I dreamed like pretty consistently uh, uh, about being like Bobby Brown. And I would picture myself on stage singing. It's my prerogative in front of thousands and thousands of people. Yep. Now, some kids want to be president. I wanted to be Bobby Brown. <laughs> so I, I that, that, And actually, I wanted to be president too. And at one point, I wanted to be an actor. And so I wanted to be all these things. And so that made me start to think, man, I I had several things as a kid that I wanted to do when I was older. And those things, like they really, really excited me. And I didn't always tell other people that I wanted to be Bobby Brown, but man, when I would dream about those things, it was, it, it, I was passionate about it. Uh, and I really wanted to do those things, but here I am as an adult, some, some would say I'm not quite an adult yet, but as an adult here I am. And I, I didn't accomplish any of those dreams that I had as a kid. And there was probably 10 or 12 that I can think of and, and I didn't achieve any of them. And so, That got me thinking... What happens to us when, as kids, we have these dreams that we're really passionate about that are very real in our, our minds at one point, and we don't achieve them? What What's sort of the outcome of that process? So that's what we're gonna talk about today. But before we get into it, we've gotta hear from Steven and Tim to find out what some of their dreams were as kids. So Steven, tell us a couple of the dreams that you had as a kid.
2: Well, one of my earliest dreams that I can remember as a kid was after watching Jurassic Park, I wanted to be a paleontologist. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. And so for Halloween that year, I actually I wore like a – I tried to dress up as a paleontologist, which basically meant that I wore ripped jeans and a regular T-shirt. And then on my way to school, I just rolled around in the dirt um, to get dirty. And I showed up <laughs> to school basically just dirty, and I was a paleontologist. But that dream died away when I discovered – paleontologists don't actually make dinosaurs. Um, and <laughs> and when they're digging for dinosaurs, they don't actually find the bones in five minutes. Uh, it takes them a little longer than that. And so, so I, I then kind of started to realize, okay, really a paleontologist just spends hours a day for days and for months just digging in dirt and finding nothing. And so that kind of killed my dream of being a paleontologist um, after that. Um, one of my, I guess, more uh, serious dreams was I wanted to be a doctor for the longest time. I uh, I wanted to be a doctor like in uh, junior high and high school and even into college. I was a pre-med major. Um, and then I failed biology. So I realized, you know what? I, I may not be as good at this doctor thing as I had envisioned.
0: I love, though, that the doctor was the more realistic dream over the paleontologist, though. That's
1: <laughs> and how about you, Tim?
0: Yeah, like you, Corey, I wanted to be so many different things, man. Uh, a lot of times, it depended on what movie was popular at the time. Uh, you know, I wanted to be... Um, a commando. I wanted to be a baseball player. Uh, I wanted to be a musician. Uh, you know, I wanted to be an actor. Like, you name it, I wanted to be it. I, I, I had a pretty vivid uh, imagination, and I had lots of dreams. Baseball player was probably the one that I, w- I really, really, really wanted. Like, if I had to pick any, that would have been the thing that I would have picked. And, uh, you know, like you, Uh, None of those dreams really came to fruition, but uh, that's okay.
1: And, and really that's, that's the, uh, and Steven, just to make it clear, you're not a doctor, right?
0: No, I
2: am not.
1: Okay. I'm sure you're a doctor of something, just not what you thought you would be. Yeah. (laughs) You're, you're a doctor of strategy and marketing. That's what you're a doctor of. So look at, for most of us, we have dreams. We had dreams as kids and they, they didn't come true, right? We didn't actually step into any of those dreams that we had. Now, there are some people out there that knew what they wanted to be at a very early age and actually pursued it and, and are now living the life that they dreamed of early on. But the vast majority of us, that's not us. We we had different dreams throughout childhood and they didn't come true. So Stephen, as you look back on some of those dreams that you had, um, and now you have a different perspective, you're an adult and you're looking back on the dreams you had as a kid, what, what feeling do you have? Or how do you look at those dreams that you had at that point?
2: You know, I, when I look at those dreams, I, I see them as, as a uh, something that I was just so passionate about, you know, like, and, and at that time, like realism or just doesn't really factor into the picture because you're dreaming without limits. Like, I mean, I dream because like I th- seriously believe I can make a dinosaur someday Someday I'm gonna make a real live Dinosaur that I'm gonna train and ride And it's gonna eat people Or whatever you know um, <laughs> and then I Had a bunch of other you know, dreams as a kid too Like I, I dreamed of being a baseball player For a, a long time and even though I Sucked at baseball I was horrible At little league I was the kid that played right Field I was the last uh, In the batting lineup but I Had these dreams of being a pro league player because Like my, re- my reaction my circumstances at that point just didn't matter because I knew that someday somehow like that was going to come true and so so when I think of think back at my childhood dreams I see them as kind of like in this unbridled uh passion of uh without reality you know hmm. limiting myself nice and and I was going to save this but
1: I'm not going to save it I'm just going to ask and so when when you uh, are dreaming now, the dreams that you have now, I, you don't have to tell me what those dreams are, but just specifically, do you have the same type of passion now that you had back then?
2: Um, you know what? To be honest, not not as much because here's the thing: as an adult, uh, when we dream, like it, we don't dream, and then later we you know figure out how it's gonna work. Like as we're dreaming, what I at least tend to do is I'm also coming up with all the the, the doubts, like all the, you know, bringing in the, the reality of everything and thinking like, well, I could do this, but it's, I'm going to have to do this. It's going to require me to do this. And these are the cha- the chances that I have. And, you know, realistically, this is what's going to happen. And this is how long it's going to take. And I immediately bring in like kind of all the, all the reasons not to do it at the same time that I'm dreaming. And so I think it, it in a way limits, you know, how big I can dream initially. Mm
1: yeah no i I definitely resonate with that for sure, and then how about you, Tim, when you look back on those those dreams that you had as a a little timmy running around uh, <laughs> how do you think of them now? that much has changed
0: <laughs> uh, yeah it, part of me part of me looks at those and and, and feels like you know wow they're they're really ridiculous um, but I gotta admit that part of me kind of wonders uh what what could have been if I really had like dedicated myself to one of those dreams. Um, you know, I, Steven kind of touched on this a little bit. Like when you're young or you're a child, you know, you, you just dream big. Like there's, there's nothing that's limiting you whatsoever. Uh, like you're completely fearless and, and yeah, you're a little bit ignorant too. But uh, when I look back and I think about uh, some of, of the dreams I had, like their actual dreams, Yeah. I mean, they're, they're bold. They're, they're big and, you know, becoming a professional baseball player or a professional musician, like, you know, such a small percentage of people actually get there. Right. But uh, yeah, sometimes it feels ridiculous, but sometimes it it actually doesn't. And it just makes me think about like, well, if I really would have dedicated myself to that, if I really would have focused and worked towards that, like, huh, I wonder what could have been. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's the thing that I, uh, this question's really good, Corey, because it really surfaces a lot of things about just even where I'm at today and uh, the dreams that I have now or the goals that I have now. And, you know, I hate looking back uh, and having regret, you know, that I didn't do something enough. Or I didn't put enough into something and that's why I didn't achieve it. And, and so even thinking about this, even with something like becoming a professional baseball player, um, or professional, whatever, um, you know, it still kind of surfaces those, those thoughts or that reality, you know, that, um, that gosh, I don't, I don't want, I don't want the the next thing that I'm focused on the next thing that I'm passionate about to be something that I don't fully commit to.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's a that's a great point. And, you know, I I mentioned before I asked this question that for the vast majority of us, we have dreams as a kid and we just didn't we didn't achieve them for one reason or another. But, you know, I think that that this process of not achieving or stepping into those dreams that we had as a kid they they really ended up leaving a, a negative taste in our mouth or we learned a negative lesson from this and what we what we tend to do as adults when we look back on our dreams as a kid is we chalk it up to fantasy oh well you know like steven said it was a it wasn't the real world, right? It was this other world, this fantasy land where where we could dream big and really anything was possible. And that was the attitude that we had then. But now uh, we live in reality we're, we're, we have constraints and we're restricted and, and we can't dream big because like Steven said, as we're dreaming, we're also thinking about all of the reasons why we can't achieve that particular dream. And so, um, and, and Tim, I'm glad you, you brought up the point you did because it, this conversation, somebody could be listening to it and easily chalk it up. Oh, they're talking about dreams as a kid. What, what does that have to do with me now? Is that even important? And so that's really the the question that I have to to you guys now. Do you guys think that dreams are still important today? Is it important for us to continue dreaming today, and and why? Why do you think that? So, Stephen, what about you?
2: Uh, yeah, Corey, I think dreams are absolutely important for uh, uh, for being able to. Uh, live today because what dreams do is they expand your horizon or expand your view of what you see as possible. And here's the thing with dreams. I think the more you dream, the, the bigger the possibility gets because you start dreaming bigger every time if you allow yourself to do that. Um, and and I compared to kind of like eating, you know, when you when you first eat, you know, your stomach expands to only a certain amount and then you start feeling full. But, um, as you eat more and more, every single time your stomach starts expanding and you can actually take in more food before, uh, eating before getting full. And maybe that's not a good example because that's what ultimately leads to obesity. But in terms of (laughs) dreams, you want obese dreams. You want big fat dreams because every time you dream and you just dream a little bit more, it, it opens up the possibility and and so when you first start dreaming after like you know not having dreamed for a long time you may have pretty small dreams you know it may just be stuff that's in the realm of like oh yeah I can definitely do this because it's simple and easy but then as you do it more and more I think at least for me I start thinking bigger of like well this is near impossible but you know what if what if this could happen. Um, and I think it's, it's very healthy to have that, um, have that big possibility out there.
1: Hmm. Yeah. That's a great point. And and it's almost like a a magnet that is, is pulling us to expand and and to step into new opportunities. Mm Hmm. Hmm. I like that, man. How about you, Tim?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I, I absolutely think that dreams are important today. I look, I mean, dreams come from the creative centers of our brain and, uh, you know, as we get older, more and more of our life experiences, um, you know, influence those creative centers. Certainly, but um, I, I feel like when we are tapped into that creative center of our brain, tapped into our own creativity, I feel like, like we're we're tapped into kind of our truest self. And you know, even with some of the the dreams that that sound kind of crazy or out there there's there's elements of those dreams that sort of reflect i think who we really are and who we're meant to be even if even if 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 steven's never actually going to you know create or build a living dinosaur that he can ride um you know there's something about that dream of his and his draw to just that that whole idea right that that comes from sort of this this inner place and so i think it's important for that reason and i also Also think that you know dreams now as as we are older, we're adults, we're professionals. um, I I do think that you know naturally they're going to be a little bit more grounded as well, Uh, and and so the dreams that you start to to kind of conjure up for yourself are going to be um, sort of you know founded in a little bit more of the reality that you're in, which I think is a good thing. Now that could I guess be limiting to some degree as well. But I think the fact is, is that the dreams that that will often come up with now are dreams that are maybe a little bit more tangible, a little bit more possible than than maybe dreams that we had as a kid. And so because of that, I think dreams are probably even more, you know, more important today than they were then.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. I I love I love what you said about um, really dreams are a window into somebody's personality type, somebody's soul. Like this is, this is just another way for them to tell their story through their dream. I love that idea. And I also, I also love that you, you talked about, you know, really we are, we're creating dreams based on the reality that we live in now. And, and I know that could seem uh, restrictive to some extent, but like you said, Tim, I, I also think that it, it also, um, makes our dreams more impactful because as a kid our dreams for for the most part are very um, they're rather selfish right <laughs> let's just be honest with each other they're they're typically selfish but based on our maturity and and where we stand where we are right now and the reality that we live in you know I, I think that we can see the world for, what it is, at least to, to a certain extent. And, and I believe that within each of us, we have this desire to impact the world around us. And so those dreams, while they maybe feel sort of restrictive um, on, on one hand because of the reality we live in, I also think it, it really expands and opens up the possibilities of impacting because we're no longer just thinking selfishly. We're thinking about how can we change The world that's around us, and I think that's a good thing. So, look, the question was somewhat rhetorical. Do you think dreams are important? So, yeah, obviously, we we all agree that that dreams are important. However, there's that that fine line, I guess, of how outrageous. Can we get with our dreams? How you know how far out there can we get with our dreams, and and yet still be um, realistic and and tangible and practical? Because if a dream is is unapproachable, then it's never going to happen, and it just remains fantasy. And so the the point of this is is that we want to create dreams that are tangible, dreams that we can actually step into in real life. And so let me ask another question of each of you. So. Dreams are important for us to to still uh, be dream makers now. So, how do you guys suggest people get back to becoming? dream makers or, or get back into creating dreams in their life? And, and really how can they start to make those dreams a reality? And so Steven, I'm going to put the pressure on you again first, man. So, so how do you think that, how would you suggest people get back to, to dreaming and then how do they make those dreams a reality?
2: Well, yeah, thanks Corey. But first I'd like to clarify to everyone that, um, Making a dinosaur is clearly for the good of the entire world. Um, that was a purely <laughs> selfless and altruistic act to, to create dinosaurs, because that would make, make it such a better place. So um, how do we... How do we dream- <laughs> what are we dreaming about? I don't even know. Okay, so how do we get back to dreaming? I think for me, it's, it's getting with other people, um, especially people who also dream or maybe people who've already been there to been to a certain place um, and you just kind of hear their success stories. uh, Like one, if you hear someone else's success story, it gives you the ability to think, hey, you know what? Maybe I can do that. Like I, I can do that as well. And, but if you also, uh, meet up and hang out with dreamers, then you're able to see how they dream and see how big they open. And at the very least you can match, you know, their, their dreaming, like their level, and maybe dare to even dream beyond that, um, to see, you know, and it's kind of like just motivating and encouraging to spur each other on. And, um, as I mentioned a lot of times before, I, I absolutely love movies. And so when you watch movies, um, of of people who have done like incredible things then it helps you to dream too like for example i one of my favorite movies is the social network and it's about you know creating facebook and although like you know a lot of it is kind of like dramatized for hollywood but just like the 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 concept of this kid in college who's able to dream of something and build this thing that's so influential to the entire world today it is just so amazing that you kind of start dreaming on your own of like, man, what can I build that can influence the entire world? You know, you start dreaming at that level. Um, and I think that's really important just to be able to, to yeah, see other success stories and and get to people, get to other people who are able to dream along with you.
1: Nice. Uh, no pressure, man. You're ready with that answer right away. Let's see. Let's see if Tim's just as good. Tim.
0: <laughs> well, I, I, yeah. Stephen took a little bit of mine because I, I was going to suggest uh, hanging Cheater. out with other other dreamers as well. I think is is a great first step. But but there's a, an additional step that I would say, and I think that it's. Um, I think it's really taking the time to really understand like what. You're most passionate about, like, what means the most to you in life. Uh, maybe it's um, you know something that you you would love to see be created. Uh, maybe it's something like a problem or a crisis um, that you would love to see come to an end. Um, but whatever that that thing is, that that really just really you're passionate about, the, the thing that, that you really would love, not even thinking about a specific dream, but just what is, um, what are the things that, that really sort of move you and, and that are the most meaningful to you? And I think that's a great place to start because when you have a, a solid understanding for your own passion and purpose, I think that, um, you know, not only do you start to, to connect those, those things, that passion and purpose to your dreams. But I think it kind of frees you up in a way to, uh, to dream big and, and then to not necessarily just view it as a random dream, but, but that it is something that's worth pursuing. And so, yeah, understanding your passion and purpose, I think is, is the other really great place to start.
1: Boom. Yeah, man. I'm I'm glad that you brought that up because I, I agree that really to, to start dreaming the way that, that we need to, to start dreaming here and now is we've got to understand what our purpose and our passion is. And so that's, that's what I would suggest is for, um, for everybody to start there, to really take a step back and, and look at, okay, what is my passion? What, what is my purpose in life? And really we need to start, you know, uh, we need new dreams for a new you. And, And that, process of discovering your purpose and passion is going to help you uncover that new you, who you are, what you're meant to do, what impact you want to have on the world. So how do we create new dreams for who we are today? Uh, like Steven said, one, you know, we, we get with other dreamers. We meet with other people, talk with other people, connect with other people, uh, see what their dreams are, communicate our dreams to them and just really feed off of one another and, and get that energy bouncing back and forth. And then like Tim said, starting really from square one. And that's, you know, discovering what your purpose is, what what your passions are, what's your mission in life. And so that's how we can get back to creating the dreams that we need for us today. And, you know, really we've used the word dream throughout this podcast, but essentially dreams are what we call goals, but, you know, goals are so unsexy. There's nothing sexy about goals. And so I, I I wanted to really change that and use dreams in place of it. Because I, I think dreams are much more, yeah, they are mysterious, but they're so much more grand. And, and I think there's something that that we can really chase after and get behind rather than goals. And really I, I think that um you know we've wrongly assumed that our dreams are childlike fantasies. It, our dreams are not childlike fantasies you know we've already learned in in this podcast that really they're a window into who a person is and so your dreams are a window into who you are and and really maybe what your purpose is in life uh, another thing is that dreaming is a powerful powerful force in our life and they move us to really do and accomplish great things. And lastly, we've tamed dreams by calling them goals. And really we've we've made them all about strategy and and I don't I don't want to take away from that because it's important that we do have strategy and that we plan out our goals and how we're going to how we're going to get there. But I think we've focused so much on the step-by-step process that we've really stripped, uh, dreams of their magic and, and we call them goals and it's such a, uh, a, an AB thing. And really we need to get back to, to really those goals having that magic because it's that magic that motivates us and pulls us for forward. And, and the thing that really we're magnetized to. And so, Dreams are essentially goals, but we like calling them dreams because it's just a better word for it. But as far as goals are concerned, as far as dreams are concerned in creating your dreams, there are some resources that we wanted to point out to you guys. And, and one um, for me that, that I'll point out. So we have a, a, an ebook called Moving Forward, and we want to give that to you guys for free. It's something that we typically uh, sell, but for everybody that goes to the show notes for this episode... Uh, we're going to give that to you for free. So that's one resource that you guys can download. Again, it's, it's no charge. Uh, Tim, what's another resource that, that you might have for them in this area of goals?
0: Uh, yeah, there's, look, there's a lot of great books out there, but uh, one that I would recommend above all, all others is a book by Brian Tracy called Goals, and it's how to get everything you want faster than you ever thought possible. And, and Brian Tracy is, man, he has got this idea of goals on, on lockdown and he really understands how to, to, to really help people um, in that process. And, and the other thing I'll mention, it's not a, a resource so much, it's just a, a quote, Corey, that goes along with what you're saying. It's from an author, uh, an 18th century uh, American author named Napoleon Hill. He said that, that goals are dreams with a deadline. And I think that really speaks to what you said, that goals shouldn't be this sort of, I don't know, impersonal kind of, uh, you know, this mechanical thing or whatever, that that really our goals should be our dreams, but we've just, you know, put a deadline to them. We've put a plan around it so that we can achieve it. So I love that quote that goals are dreams with a deadline. I just, I thought that was fitting. So I thought I'd share it, but check out the book from Brian Tracy, uh, called goals. And you can find that on our show notes as well.
1: Nice. And I, I think that Napoleon Hill quote is from Think and grow rich. So we'll put that in the show notes as well. And then Stephen, what, what do you've got?
0: Well, uh, I think a really
2: great resource for helping you, uh, kind of dream bigger and, but, put a realistic plan to achieving your goals is this course that we actually have on our website, the change element.com. Um, and it's called design your life. And this course really uh, should be named design your dreams because it is all about helping you create uh, dreams that are both big, but also realistic. And at the same time, helping you plan, Um, And uh, uh, establish those routines in your life that really help move you forward towards achieving those dreams So if you want to get the course, I really recommend it It's actually taught by all three of us And we put a ton of research and time and effort into this And I think you're really going to get a lot out of it So that is uh, Design Your Life You can see it at thechangeelement.com Slash design your life
1: Nice. Thank you, Stephen. And now it is time for our world-famous The
2: Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Well, what's good uh, is when, Corey, you had talked about... How, when we dream as adults, we're not dreaming as selfishly anymore. We're actually, you know, dreaming uh, to have an impact, to make a uh, some kind of dent in the world. And I think that's really awesome to think of uh, when we're dreaming now, to dream in a way that uh, impacts the world rather instead of just, you know, for your own selfish reasons.
0: Yeah. So the bad is buying into this lie that dreams are like trick cereal that they're just for kids, but, but they're not, they're, they're for us. And, and that dreams are, are actually more important now than they they've ever been at any point in our life. And so, um, continue to dream. It it taps into to who you really are and, 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 uh, what you really want to achieve in life.
1: And the ugly without a doubt is the Denver Broncos. And that's it folks. We thank you for tuning in and listening. (laughs) Had to get that one in real quick. I've been Corey Damon. I'm Stephen (laughs) Hawk.
0: Don't we go in the same order? I don't know.
1: Well, we're obviously a work in progress, and this has been element number four. You can find the show notes by going to thechangeelement.com slash 004. As always, we absolutely appreciate you and that you've taken the time to listen to this episode we thank you so much and if you would do us a huge favor and go to itunes leave a review that way other people can find this show and get value out of it as well once again thank you thank you thank you have an amazing week and we will see you next time
0: peace